you get so annoying sometimes, Ben. Like, do you know that? You're actually like, your your comments, some of the things you say, they're fantastic. And then there's other <laughs> things like that. And just like, pure I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking kill you. Like. Hello and welcome to another episode of the BJ's podcast. We are Ben, James, and Sean, and welcome to the BJ's podcast. Woo! Go on, the boys. And yeah, we're back again into your ear holes this evening, this morning, or wherever you might be listening to us, at whatever time you might be listening to us. And uh, we got a big show in store for you tonight, folks. Big show! <laughs> <laughs> the 80s special because we all wish we were 80s kids yeah oh you know the we all do deep down I'm not really 80s kids but just we were alive in the 80s I guess no we w- none of us were alive in the 80s I said we wish we were uh, half our generation wished they were yeah. in the 80s I always think like think back like I'm just like it'd be really interesting to actually live in the 80s it actually would aside from mm. the giant recession that we had here <laughs> Yeah, but we're look, look at what we're living in right now. Like, would you rather a giant recession or a fucking coronavirus? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, fair point. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair point is right. So anyway, that's how you getting on anyway. How are you doing, James? Not too bad, not too bad. Just been working on a lot of music and editing our podcasts. That's what my life consists of now. Mm, it's good to get you to do something, though. Yeah. Keep me productive, <laughs> at least. Uh, <laughs> keep you busy. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> How's your car after the NCT? Is it any better? Um, I got the lights fixed anyway, but it is not going in until next Tuesday. So, yeah, I couldn't get any earlier appointments, so I have to wait and see. But I don't know. It's a bollocks. I have to like, pay for like half a test, but it is what it is. You should mm. uh, you should call the NCT test. After and be like, oh, thanks for thanks for failing me. I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> 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 C U N T. Good man, Ben. <laughs> I'm sure Ben, seeing as you're on flying form this evening, how are you getting on? <laughs> Not too bad. Not too bad. I haven't. I, I don't good. think. Uh, I don't think I've done much. I started playing God of War again. The new one on PS4. Started to go back through my my PlayStation collection and try to replay some games that I had like weird relationship with like that I didn't really like the first time but that I kind of want to give a second chance yeah yeah second time's the charm how many have you got there I have like 15 or 20 15 or 20 games that'll keep you happy for about three weeks I mean like I suppose like everyone said like anything you can say about God of War but it's really good like for a game that's about bludgeoning people to death with an axe, it's actually got a really like heartwarming story. <laughs> <laughs> and all of us here at the BJ's podcast love a good heartwarming story, <laughs> don't we, guys? <laughs> but if it doesn't have bludgeoning people to death with an axe thrown in, I'm not not interested. <laughs> uh, I suppose you need a bit of entertainment in that context, like. But anyway, Sean, you just started your job today. How was it? I did, yeah. Awful. No, it wasn't. It was grand. You big, dirty grown-up. 
<laughs> I have to do it, lads, you know. Being a rock star doesn't pay to pay the rent anymore, <laughs> like, you know. How sore are you? Very sore. But I got I got some I got some beverages to cheer me up. Got some beverages to cheer me up. Oh. You know, all in all it's been very good. Yeah. I've been doing my live streams. Uh on the Irish House Aalborg. Denmark page there the last one. They've been good crack. Not too bad, not too bad. Yeah, I've watched a couple I watched them and um yeah, sound quality's good. Yeah, doing doing a good job on yeah. it now so far, so we'll keep it going another while. But uh no, that's that's all this in my strange and uneventful <laughs> existence at the moment. Yeah. Speaking of uh of cans, you said you had a fairly interesting can, Sean. What are you drinking? Oh yeah, we'll go on straight into that I suppose. Um so I went into my local Rema this evening. Rema or Rema, whatever you want to call it. And uh so I was thinking I'll get something different, like you know, I'll get something that's kind of Outside the box, I was thinking I could get like John some craft beer or something like that. And I was like, I was like looking down the aisle, and I, I see these three cans of like Carlsberg. Now, like, just just hear me out on this though, like John. Everyone at home is like, oh, Carlsberg, like John. Fuck, you get that in Ireland, <laughs> like yeah, you do get that in Ireland, like you know. But in Denmark, John, they have more than just one sort of Carlsberg. Right? That's where it's brewed, isn't it? So. I believe it is actually. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's Danish. <laughs> that makes. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's Carlsberg and Tuberg, as far as I know. I think Tuberg is here as well. I think I'm right in that. I'm not a beer uh, connoisseur or anything like that. Do you know, but um, I got, I got anyway. I got three cans of Carlsberg, right? Three different ones, though. And I'm gonna rock with the lightest up to the strongest. And like everyone's like, whatever do you mean the weakest to the strongest <laughs> or the strongest to the weakest? It's like, well, here's the crack lads, right? So these are three very unique cans, right? And the first one I'm going to start with is the Yeah, this one. The Carlsberg forty seven. And the Carlsberg 47 was Carlsberg's first strong Christmas beer. So as you can see, all the Christmas beers are on offer at the moment. And uh, it was brewed for the first time in 1972. Oh. On the occasion of the 125th anniversary of Carlsberg. Oh. So, I don't know how old Carlsberg is now, but happy birthday, Carlsberg. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> um, sponsor us. Please. I'm literally <laughs> talking about you for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> but yeah, they um they release it every year apparently. Um in like early November and is available until the new year. But in my case, it's available right into February. Which is great. But uh yeah, it's it's I haven't I haven't gone near that one yet. Um I'm kinda like tiptoeing my way. <laughs> No, I'm not even tiptoeing my way. I'm right at the strongest yeah, one. You're start. You're starting but, uh, like up at the top and kind of percentage-wise, at least anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. am. It's not a good idea, though. <laughs> For sure. Neither was this, and look how it's going. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three already. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three already. Who the fucking tonk? I know. <laughs> but uh, the second one then is um is an elephant, it's called Carlsberg Elephant Pilsner. And 
the reason why they did this, I have all this in front of me as well. I haven't, I don't know all these facts off by heart. I only got these cans this evening just in case anyone's like, oh, you're such a snob. Like, I'm not. I'm literally reading it off. Sean, you told me you, you knew all this already and that you did your research and picked yeah, these cans out in, in particular for it. Yeah, I went in and they were, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. And um, so they chose the name Elephant to honor the statues that guard our, their breweries gates they have elephant statues guarding their breweries apparently yeah I've never been to one that's what I said on the website why elephants though like I mean it's Denmark I don't know <laughs> we should get a Danish Danish um, guest yeah. on sometime and ask him come <laughs> here to me <laughs> why what's the crack with the elephants, elephants like <laughs> what's the fucking story with the elephants yeah. like this is fucking nonsense <laughs> like <laughs> but um yeah they call it they call it that oh here's a good one i like this or because it's a beer you'll never for you'll remember forever <laughs> elephants <laughs> never forget that's a good marketing slogan anyway what if you drink it at the end of the night you wouldn't even remember that you drank it i don't know if you drink enough of it you'll remember oh yeah because when you wake up the next morning all the cans are around you you'll remember <laughs> And this brings me on to my last can. The master can. Literally. And this is Carlsberg Master Brew. Uh, oh yeah, the elephant is at like 7.2, 7.5. But this master brew is at a whopping 10.5%. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pee is that why it's called yeah. the master brew? I'm going to assume so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no real story behind this one. They kind of just give you a breakdown of it and saying, like, you know, it has a golden color, the aroma is fruity, yeah. and slightly floral. The taste is slightly sweet, fully bodied and rich with a tasty bite Ooh. in the aftertaste. And I, I actually have to admit, this is quite nice. Does it taste as strong as it says, like? doesn't taste it but I can feel it <laughs> yeah I can tell I've only had a half the can like and I've been I've been I was cycling all day today like so <laughs> yeah oh hang on food pairings hang on so master brew should be enjoyed with characterful dishes such as braised meat with root vegetables or smoked meat also to be enjoyed together with a salty blue cheese or lobster meals prepared with cream Carlsberg with lobster. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm literally just telling you what I'm seeing in front of me. Like, I'm not a fucking connoisseur here, like, you know. That's okay, like, you're, like drinking. You go on a family holiday and, like, you fucking order, you order the most expensive thing. Or, your, your, yeah, your dad orders the most expensive thing on the menu, but then he drink, orders a Carlsberg with it. Like, what? In fairness, anything that says full-bodied on it immediately makes me like like it more. Like, I'd, I'd say that to customers in Rising Suns like all the time. Oh, plug in Rising Suns again. I oh, know. Here we I go. Know. <laughs> I use it all the time. They're like, is 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 this one nice? I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. It's really good, like full-bodied IPA. And they're like, oh, okay. Wait. So that time I went in asking you about pints, no matter what I said, you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's great. You were just lying to me. I was just giving you my my spiel. Asher, you know you know Ben's full of shit, lad. Oh yeah, I figured. 
but like I thought he would at least like be honest about his about his drinks that he's serving. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> if it's if it's one that I, I haven't really drank, I always tell the customer that I haven't really drank much of it. Yeah. But what I can tell you about it is it's full body. <laughs> That's just like a key phrase that you use, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, chronic, uh, there's there's another um, sort of beer that comes from um, Carlsberg. Well, it's available on their website anyway, and it's called Cronenberg, um, and that's quite popular here as well. Um, if you ever get the chance, try that. I think I've had that if, before. If in Scandinavia. You might have when you were here, actually. I think you can get it in Ireland. I can't really remember. No, I think I had it in Scandinavia. Possibly. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, up in like Sweden or Norway or Finland. Did you ever play Denmark, no? No, but I was in a Copenhagen airport when I was heading to Australia. Yeah, oh yeah, you said that. Yeah, the closest I got. So far, anyway. I'm sure everybody's not... Yeah, sure, look, the thing is, Carlsberg is Carlsberg at the end of the day, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> but, like, you know, this master brew is fucking... It's nice. I'd yeah. definitely drink it again. We should get back to you at the very end if you've opened all the cans just so we can see which one is your favourite. Oh, if I do, then this week is cancelled. <laughs> 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 if we do, this podcast might be cancelled too. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, any, come here. like uh, Ben, what are you drinking, lad? I am. Um, I'm finishing off the rest of my beer Moretti from the last two weeks. <laughs> You're a man of consistency. <laughs> no, that is <laughs> so untrue. <laughs> like how many how many bottles did you get? I only got twelve, like, but I drink like maybe one or two, like per episode. I don't really drink otherwise. Yeah, do you know the thing is that's probably a safer bet because if you think about like, do you know, not many of you will notice, but uh, just a, a insider secret to our adoring fans that uh, we um. When we recorded our first pilot episode, we had this like concept in our head like that, right? We're just gonna get really drunk, like an hour or two beforehand, as oh quickly God. as we can. And then we were going to continue drinking and like we this really bad drinking game. And we had two drinking games in it. We did. We did. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, we had two drinking games. Wait, yeah. what was the second one? It was when you'd say the word. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone had like a phrase if they said it. So do you remember mine was Kanye? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was a nightmare. So Ben's was like video games, which like he's talked about. I've a talked lot about time. video games yeah. in tw- in two episodes, and still <laughs> haven't said video games. I said it twice now. But to cut the story short, um, Ben had about ten shots of tequila. I think throughout it because I edited the first episode and I, I was counting it I was just like let's go there's Ben doing another shot another shot and um yeah Shameful. it was it, it, it was a rough night <laughs> maybe if we ever set up a Patreon or something like yeah. that you know that could be like the first <laughs> we could like break it into like a three part exclusivity like yeah. for each month save that for the VIPs you know <laughs> yeah the VIPs <laughs> Oh, I've never anyway, had James, what are you drinking tonight? You seem to have got something quite, quite exotic. So I'm still on the Red Ale Buzz again, but this time this one's from okay. Little, and it's called the Crafty Brewing Co. Red Ale. It actually has a gold award for World Beer Awards, but um, yeah, no, it's really nice. <laughs> so does Rising Suns. <laughs> 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 but um, you're not wrong. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, um, this one is Brood and Kildare, and I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say if I prefer this over the other, the one that had the last time from Brew Brewery. Like they're both quite similar, but um, I don't know it's nice to have like the variation and like swap between the two. That's what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. So, so yeah, nice. So that's what you want. Mm. It's nice. It's nice to have you know consistency in your life. Yeah. You know. Like let's just take a moment and you know <laughs> think about like you know it's nice it's nice to have consistency in your life it's nice to have you know it's nice to have good habits like that like you know you know you like something so you stick to it yeah like alcoholism but then it's also nice to walk into a shop and end up buying a can of Carlsberg that's at like ten point five percent like that's even better that's a living for you and have it go straight to your head like before you even finish <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> I think the fact that it yeah. tastes good is like a bonus. Because you know when you walk yeah, up I'm and you sorry. see, like, Carlsberg 10.5%, like, the 105 is the only thing that's making you buy it, like... Yeah. But see, the thing is, I didn't reckon, I didn't realise it till I got home. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, you just, yeah. you just wanted a quiet night in, like... <laughs> <laughs> that was it, I was like, oh, I'd get these, these, these are probably just, like, I don't know, maybe five, mm. six at most? No. <laughs> Seven at least. But anyway, let's put a zero behind that seven and change that seven to an eight and slide into our <laughs> next uh, <laughs> our, our <team laughs> <of the> evening. Smooth transition. That was smooth. smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never buying that again anyway. <laughs> yeah, moving on then, I guess. So um, since we're making this like an 80s themed um, episode, what we've all decided is we want all like just pick a band that uh, we would love to have been in, um, or either played with, or played played in, or toured with, in the eighties. So we haven't discussed it really between us, but um, we've all picked our own bands. So um, Ben, if you were a guitarist in the eighties, who would you play with? I w- went with I went with Iron Maiden. For for number one biggest reason is then it's cool to wear spandex <laughs> like by default <laughs> their set set design and everything like on stage they always had really intricate like set designs like so every every time every time you released an album you're playing yeah. with a different like a different themed a different themed background with and shit like that yeah well that was a big theme in yeah. the 80s as well though um to have like kind of those big theatrical kind of shows and stuff and um yeah no iron maiden were like a very re- very big um example of that as well which i think is cool because like the visual side of a concert is just as important as the musical side in in my opinion oh yeah 100 percent. that's what that's what got me into them like they're they're such a big like influence on me when i was younger yeah that, but like that was always like you know you know you watch cartoons when you're a kid and stuff and then you start getting into a bit more into music and then you find that there's a band that like like just ticks all the boxes yeah, yeah they have the cool the cool the cool light shows they have the cool backgrounds they have yeah. the fucking killer riffs you're like yeah but, um, i would totally play with iron maiden there's multiple guitarists though in iron maiden isn't there three i believe yeah, there was there was two when they started out. Yeah, it was then, Dave Murray and Adrian Smith were the the main ones, I believe. 
Yeah. You test me on my on my knowledge. I went to college with Dave Murray. Huh? <laughs> what show? I went to college with Dave Murray. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Was he in his seventies? <laughs> no, but he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been though. He could have been. <laughs> I'll have to ask him. We have to get him on and ask yeah. him. <laughs> <In> a parallel <laughs> universe. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Though, would you see yourself as like since since they have three guitarists now? Um, would you see yourself as more of like the lead player or rhythm player, or would you just be happy just to be on the stage just with them? To be honest, I'd be happy to be. Do you know the guy who gets in the Eddie costume? Do you know like their mascot? Yeah. yeah. Like, Eddie, yeah, to get a guy to come out in, a, in an Eddie costume with a guitar like nearly every show, I'd be happy to be that guy, Like to be honest. <laughs> I'd see myself as a rhythm if it wasn't that. Though. You know, I think, I think most people would be happy. <laughs> to be fair. What about you, James? What band, did, what band did you pick this week? Right, so this is kind of a weird one because they're not really associated with being that popular in the 80s, but it's actually the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's cheeky. That's very cheeky. Yeah. That um, is a cheeky one, but it's also but brilliant. You see, the thing is, because, like, um, they started off in 1983, and um, I actually have, like, some of the tour dates up here, so I don't actually have this memorized, but um, their first show was in, like, it was on February 17th, 1983, and um, I remember reading about it in Anthony Kiedis's, um Scar Tissue. Uh, his Scar Tissue was named for his autobiography. And he, I remember in that book, they were just telling about the stories of them playing in all these clubs in Hollywood and stuff, playing to like all these small crowds. But just, I don't know, I just love like that kind of club gig, kind of like small, intimate sort of um, sort of feel. But um, I don't know, and I was looking up the where you get to know each other. Like. Yeah, exactly. And then it was like, I don't know, I just like that aspect of a band just having that um, everyone crammed into a van like traveling all around america and stuff like you don't never know not know where you're going to sleep that night kind of kind of vibe just like doing it kind of diy sort of style but still making a name for yourself yeah and also i'm like a mm. massive fan of the chili peppers as well like they're like probably the biggest musical influence for me back when i was properly getting into guitar yeah your old twitter handle was um <laughs> James R H C P J B underscore H R H C P. It was the exact. It was the exact same on Instagram as well. It was until I changed it there, like um, when I actually started touring last <laughs> week. <laughs> Who knows if jo John Frusciante? No, uh, if, if John Frusciante leaves, I might change it back to J B R H C P. You know. <laughs> yeah. See if you get. See if you get your moment. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you man, uh, Chad Smith wasn't a drummer at that point, though, was he? No. So um. But the, the original lineup was Anthony Kiedis, Flea, Hillel Slovak, and Jack Irons. And um, so Jack Irons and Hillel Slovak, they also had another band called What Is This, which um, they had. Was a band? Yeah, they were also in the, they're all in the same like high school and stuff together. There's some more famous pe people in that, like like Elaine um, Johannes, who was a member of Queens of the Stone Age for a bit and stuff like that. See, the guys actually went to this high school called Fairfax High School in LA, which is the same place where, like, Slash, um, fuck it, I've just gone blank, but where a lot of other um, kind of big LA rock stars sort of went to as well. Yeah. But, um, oh, you know, okay. John Frusciante cool. didn't join until 87 or 88, and he played on their fourth album, and it was also, that's around the time when Chad Smith joined as well. 
when would you like which guitar player would you like if you if you like which guitar player would you see yourself like or would you prefer to be like slotted in between like what era of them like if you could have been in them? i would have liked to have been there from the start like pretty much the very start just to to see what it was like because they played in this one venue called the Kit Kat Club, which was a um, it was a strip club, and they were they were playing there, and they realized in their set that like no one was paying attention to them, everyone was paying attention to the girls, so they go off stage and they come back on for an encore, and this is where they became famous for um, just wearing socks on cocks and stuff because they wanted to do that just so they could stand mm. out. And as soon as they did that, like everyone in their place was like, "Like, oh, what the hell? Who, who are these guys?" Oh, that's actually, I, did, I never knew that. That's the reason why they did it. They just did it just so they could like just stand out a bit more. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, like that's but that's what you used to do back then. Like you know, think back to all the glam rock bands and everything else in the eighties. Like they literally like, yeah. You just have to stand out. Yeah. They did. You did like that was it, and you you still kind of have to at this point, like you know, even if you look at it in a in a twenty first century um context, like like a prime example of an, an artist that like went in a way off the rails, like with you know her uh, appearance and her show was Lady Gaga. Yeah, good point. Yeah, actually. that's true. Like, do, you, do you remember Lady Gaga? Remember Lady Gaga? Um, was like she went to some award ceremony a few years ago, and like she was. Apparently, I don't know if it was real meat or yeah. It was like, like it looked like a, like a, an uncooked steak or something. Yeah, that, that was, that's, that's weird. <laughs> Whatever you're into, I guess. Like, like everyone was talking about it. I believe it's called art. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's just it's just making bold statements. Like uh, yeah, here's another uh, bold statement made by uh, an artist from the 21st century, is uh, Miley Cyrus. I actually thought you were going to mention Miley Cyrus before you said Lady Gaga. Yeah, do you know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking about? Like, do you know the, the music video for Wrecking Ball? Yeah. Yeah. She's on Big Wrecking Ball and she looks like she's wearing that, um, the colour nude play suit before that could take, gets taken out of context. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, like, do you know, I think that song actually just was like huge it's a huge song like yeah definitely but is. she wanted to separate herself from the Hannah Montana crack like you know it's like she just threw herself on top of a wrecking ball and swung around in a nude coloured play suit <laughs> <laughs> you got it <laughs> just get that say, it, say it again once more for uh, for uh, what's the expression I don't know say it, say it again <laughs> for emphasis for emphasis nude Coloured play suit. A clay coloured pay suit. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. Okay. Right, here's a question. Here's a question for the two of you boys, right? And this, you can actually use this as well, James. And this can go f- uh, for any, for any decade. But like, you know, you you've obviously like Iron Maiden started in the eighties as well, did they? I think they were at the very end of the seventies when they released their first album. I'm actually on their Wikipedia right now, and 1975 <laughs> is 
Uh, do you know what? Yeah. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Look, and we can. We'll. we'll what they didn't? They didn't sign to a label till '78. Uh, yeah, and also it like while, all their yeah. best albums came out in the '80s. So. Yeah. Right. One song you wish you played on and wrote with the band, and that you could perform live with them. Back in the '80s. We'll start with um. We'll start with you, Ben. Uh, Which song would you pick? I'm trying to think. Um, I'd say it's not really like one of their more famous songs, but uh, "Power Slave" off the "Power Slave" album that the um, that they released. Yeah. Um, it's like the second last track on the album. It's just the, like the riff. It's uh, alone, just like like Middle Eastern. Like the album cover is like. Um, it's like a pyramid. It's like a, it's an Egyptian kind of themed like album. Yeah. And like there's another song on it called like "Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner" and stuff, and it's like based off like that old poem. But um, yeah, that song just like a, like pure gallopy riff like. <laughs> <laughs> that iconic yeah. Iron Maiden sound. Yeah, yeah, it's just got such a like vibe about it. I it, it'd have to be that one. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's gonna actually go out of their way and look up the song because, like, they're a bit of an old band. But sure, we'll throw we'll throw it on the old play. We'll throw it on the old Spotify playlist as well. Which oh yeah, uh, some of the tracks just to give it a bit of for any Iron Maiden fans out there. Yeah, sure. You need a bit of diversity sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we've got a lot of stuff in there, but we've no Iron Maiden. What about you, James? Uh, what song do you wish that you could have played on? I mean, the one that stands out to me, I mean, there wasn't, it's not particularly one of their songs from the 80s, but it was from like 91, and it's Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic, like the title track from that album. Just uh, the way the riff, like with the wild pedal and stuff like that, and then when the chorus like kind of hits and stuff as well, like it just, I know it's it's a very fun one to play that like I tend to, to play like whenever I want to like just jam on the guitar and stuff. And I'm, again, it's not one of their like yeah. most well-known songs, but I don't know it just has a groove to it that I just really like. That's it, like you know. Sometimes, sometimes that's what you want as well, like you know, it's a, just a good groove. Yeah. You don't really need. It doesn't need, even need to be a well-known song. It just needs to be exactly like a song. That's what people want sometimes. It's just a song. What about you, Sean? What song would you pick? Well, no, actually, before we ask Sean was him what song he's gonna pick what band did you pick oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> jumping the gun there man right so i really thought about this i really thought in depth about this right and i was like what band what was the band and you picked uh motley crew oh i wish i played a motley crew oh okay do you want to know why because of the movie they seem to have a great fucking time in that fucking <laughs> movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> they seem to have a great time in that fucking movie. <laughs> and I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah. I was thinking like, you know, tears for fears. Like that's that. They were good tunes. Yeah. Sometimes. But like they all hate each other now. Like and but like Motley Crue was just like, yeah. And okay, like fair enough. There's a lot of things in that film that were um altered for viewing purposes yeah. and left out um you know lawsuits and all that crack but like motley crew just seems like a good fucking time 
It really did, didn't it? Seemed it? like a chaotic time. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like it could have been a really good fucking time yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Lee married um, Pamela Anderson, like. Like, imagine if I played in Motley Crue, that could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I was actually thinking about th this the other day. Like, it's like the, like the older, like... You know, like the your like idea of like success, like when you're a bit younger and you're like growing up with these like like with these bands and stuff. It's just like you're yeah. just like if I could, it's like if that was me now, you know, marry Pamela Anderson. It's like you would like. You could be a Motley Crue. Of course you would. You could just walk up to her and be like, "Do you want to get married for like eighteen months?" Yeah, and then the rea the reality it hit, and then you realize you're both coke addicts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to like shit on your dreams there, but like, <laughs> yeah, but like you know, it's it was it was it was um, it's not like something that I'm I'm rocking towards like you know as a person, <laughs> but like you know, it's just one of those thoughts like when you're sitting, oh, it's like it's it's like a shower thought, like you know, if I was a motley crew, like you know, I could have married Permetta Anderson, but then again, I was, I I wasn't really like Tommy I don't think I could ever be like Tommy Lee well you're not a drummer no I'm a bit too cranky as well like that guy has so much happiness in <laughs> that. well portrayed from the film I actually yeah on a in a sense of Motley Crue like you know, I never really listened to them before watching the film I was remember watching it and like it was dirt shit no but it wasn't it wasn't the best of movies like you know but still it was entertaining to watch yeah. Well, I really liked it it's though. It's like what not to do when you get in a band. I did as well. I liked, I liked the elements where like you know it was just mess. It was a mess. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was just chaos mess. as well. Like chaos and like you know when you're growing up, like you know and you know even even at a certain point, like you know when all of us were growing up, right? Yeah. What is like we all wanted to be in bands, right? And we all kind of wanted that come camaraderie. Is that the right word? Yeah. I don't yeah. Know how to yeah. It. Yeah. And like just just nonsense the whole time, and like watching Motley Crue, watching that film The Dirt, it's kind of brought back all those like unrealistic expectations of being like in a band with like your best friends, yeah. and like being famous, <laughs> and just causing so much trouble. Like they fucked their manager. You one I can't remember who fucked the manager's girlfriend. Uh, Vince Neil. Was it Vince Neil? Yeah. Vince Neil. Vince Neil, like, you know, yeah. And, like, imagine being able to do that and get away with it. It's a terrible thing. But imagine being that famous and you could just do whatever you want, like. Be dangerous. <laughs> it would be, like. Yeah. Absolute dangerous. I, I love that video of the re the, um, a re the recent video of, uh, well, not, it's not that recent, but of um, Motley Crue playing, um, like, that Vince Neil, like, just not being able to sing for whatever reason on that on like at that show have you seen that video no what year was the performance i'm not sure what year the performance was but it was within the last like five years i'd say okay um no i don't, it's just like, don't think i have he can still like he still hits the notes but you just can't understand the word he says <laughs> it's like it'll be like some of those videos axel rose trying to sing now like yeah do you know what i mean 
But when Axel Rose went on tour with ACDC, apparently he did an amazing job. Apparently, I didn't go see that. Yeah, do you know what? Like, that actually was, he actually was really good. Were you there, were you? No, I saw a video. I watched a video online. <laughs> oh, fair I enough. Don't, I don't leave the house. I don't, I don't yeah. do anything. I just, I get, I get it all yeah. online. But no, but like, you know, this is before COVID. Like, you know, there was no gigs happening during COVID. No, I never, I never saw them. I got to see ACDC before, though. They were unreal. Oh, I said that was class. Yeah, they were unbelievable. So, Sean, to wrap up this topic, what song do you wish you wrote and performed with Motley Crue? Oh, um, either Girls, Girls, Girls or Kickstart My Heart. More leaning towards that, Kickstart My Heart, though, because I just, I really, I actually really like the intro to that. Do you know the the guitar, the whammy, it's what you call it, not whammy, um, hit me out here. What's it called? The Floyd Rose like. Yeah. Yeah. The tremolo system. The tremolo, yeah, yeah the tremolo system, yeah. I just think that's uh, class that's when it goes banging like in your face rock and roll, like that's one song I wish I played. <laughs> or at least like came up with the intro part at least, yeah. like, you know. Well, uh, my first like proper band uh, ripped off that riff and I only realized it. I ripped it off when the end credits of the dirt like came up <laughs> we had Good the man. same da-da-da. actually boys here's 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 an important question right here's an important question it. so my master brew is empty yeah do i drink my elephant or do i drink my 47 i'm curious about the 47 because it's a christmas one yeah see like, does it taste like Christmas? <laughs> is it? What does Christmas <laughs> smell like? Turkey and cinnamon, <laughs> fir trees. <laughs> what? <laughs> Carlsberg. Carlsberg, apparently. Yeah, if you're from Denmark. <laughs> I don't know. I'll make up my mind by the time we get into track of the week. Yeah. It's the track, 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 track of the week. Well, lads, I decided I'm going to go with elephant. The elephant pilsner. Okay. And see if I remember <laughs> it forever. Uh, shout out to our soon-to-be sponsors and endorsees, endorsers yeah. even, because employees, like someone that rocks you. Yeah, our endorser, uh, Carlsberg. Uh, we'll take a slab of the elephant, please. Or I will at least. I'm only, I'm only down the road. <laughs> uh, no, a slab each per episode. Yeah, we'll go with that. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's way better than the Master Brew. Is it really like full bodied? Yeah. Really <laughs> 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 full bodied. Like, I actually even drank much of this myself, but it's really full bodied. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, here, look, we're getting sidetracked. Uh, Sean, what is your track of the week? My track of the week is uh, Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. Ooh. And. Uh, it's like one of the best songs ever. Yeah. Oh. oh, there goes the can. <laughs> Awkward foot. But yeah, Tears of Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World is like one of my favorite songs ever. I can't believe I said The funny thing is though, um, in our group chat earlier today before we started recording, we always put in our tracks of the week so we can listen to them. And Sean put in like the Tears of Fears song. And I responded being like, fuck's sake. Next thing Ben responded being fuck's sake. 
Turns out the two of us had also picked that track as well. <laughs> first come, first serve, lads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're gonna have. Yeah. I was cycling around all day. Like you know, you had loads of time to get your get your name. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I was I listened to Spotify at like at like twenty to six, and I saw you listening to uh, Def Havana. At the same time that I was listening to Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and I heard my phone go off twice at like five past five, and then I went and looked at the phone and I saw that that's when you put in that you were listening to Everyone Wants. I was half an hour behind uh-huh. you. Snoozy Lose. But, um, do you cover that song, Sean? Snoozy Lose. I do. I have a lovely uh, cover. You can find it on my uh, Instagram, Sean J. Carroll Music. No, actually, I don't. I um, did um, a few videos with. Um, Dara Toomey from uh, you might know him from the Lads podcast or from TikTok. Boo! <laughs> no, he's not. He's not TikTok famous. He only has like <laughs> he only has like a hundred followers, like hundred thousand. <laughs> Actually, it's nearly at two hundred thousand now. Hundred eighty thousand. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely at one hundred eighty-two by now. Hey, Blink One Eighty-Two. No, but um, I did a few promo show videos with um Dara, and um, I kind of wanted to do some short covers as well with uh of songs like you know that you couldn't really play in a pub yeah without depressing everyone and that was kind of one of them that i did because i've always just really liked that song yeah no it's a good and song uh, no I, th- I, th- I think i did it justice i did it just justice as well yeah you did you did a good job of it. Yeah. but there's um there's a trend happening now where people cover that song and they tend to modulate the time the time signature of it so i've seen drummers where like the song would be playing in the background, but they're just playing a different beat and like putting like different accents in different places and stuff. And it actually sounds fucking class. <laughs> I'd highly recommend like looking up some of the videos of like just the modulated time signatures for some of those like is it metric modulation, I believe is the correct term. But um yeah, no, it's pretty cool. But for, for most of our um listeners that aren't um as musically nerded as we may be <laughs> That means they play it a different way from yeah. the original, and if it sounds different, just just in case. But any of you that are musically capable, um, yeah, go check yeah. it out. Not capable, any. You don't have to be capable. Just, if you enjoy music, go listen. To <laughs> Jesus, Sean, you're being awfully condescending there now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've, I've been known to be condescending. Apparently, really. I can't <laughs> Yeah, apparently. It makes me really condescending. I'm like, I don't mean to be like. Sure. I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm just, you know. I have anything I'm being really sarcastic, you know? Anyway, um, Ben, what's your <laughs> track of the week? <laughs> uh, I This week I went with um, uh, Love Games by Level 42. Ooh-y. Keeping with the 80s team. My mum and I used to like when she used to show me like her like like her music taste and we'd be in the car like going like from place to place and she put like that song on like um I don't know it's probably on like fourteen or fifteen and like that bass line at the start. Uh what's his name what's the guy's name again? Mark Mark King, I think? Or Martin Martin King? I'm not sure. But again, funky <laughs> bass lines. Yeah. Three in a row, <laughs> funky bass lines. It slaps. No, it does. It absolutely like, slaps. I don't know, it's so weird. Like, 
for me, when I listen to songs from the 80s, you can, even if I don't know, if, don't know it's actually from the 80s, it just has that sort of sound. It's like the production, the the production techniques and stuff. Yeah, they all have like really like iconic production, and especially because it's around the time when like synthesizers started becoming popular and stuff as well. So you see synthesizers appearing, yeah. like, in all like genres of music around this time as well, because everyone's just experimenting and just having fun. As well, like they were really primitive synthesizers, but they've kind of become oh, they a staple have, yeah. as well, haven't they? So like people actually, yeah. People actually use them now, like even though they're like better synthesizers, they still don't sound. Uh, like See, that's the thing. Like I've I've started getting into synthesizers now recently, and like a lot of my plugins um, are all based on ones from the eighties. For me, like at first, <laughs> I was like, "There's this one I really like called the Roland Juno," and I was like, "Oh, it's fine. It's from the eighties. It's probably like outdated. I mean, I can probably pick it up for like a hundred, two hundred quid." I go into Reverb, which is a site for buying like used musical gear cheapest i could find was like two thousand euro <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yeah so i'm just like you know what that's exactly what i'll just stick to the digital stuff for now <laughs> yeah oh jeez, rick <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i love i love that about 80s music i love how um two two um two eighties. i think i know one of them is definitely 80s i don't know never gonna give you up is that 80s as well Never gonna give I you assume you. it I'm is. I'm fairly sure that's 80s. You would. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, <laughs> the way it's, it's put I think like the the arrangements of the synths and everything on that, and then and that track, and uh, don't you want me, baby? I love the dun 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> like the main riff in it. Do you know you're you're 100% likely to die after you get rickrolled. Well, I'm still waiting, and I've been rickrolled several times the last week, so I guess I'll wait another week. But you're still going to die, though, aren't you? Well, everyone's going to die at some point. Like, eventually. Fuck, this got depressing. So you're still technically 100% likely to die after getting rickrolled. I'm never going to forget this, because I'm an elephant. (laughs) 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 Also, I still recommend this. Uh, Elephant Pilsner. It's quite nice. Anyway, James, what's your track of the week, lad? So my track of the week comes from Duran Duran. And um, I actually must thank oh, my yes. friend and bandmate Jack Ross for showing me this. Um, and it's a song called A View to Kill. And it's from, it's actually the James Bond theme, like, from the movie A View to Kill. Surprise, surprise. It's a James Bond theme? But, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a pretty cat. Yeah, it's, it's a James, James Brown theme. theme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing is though it actually remains the only james bond theme song to have reached number one on the u.s billboard hot 100 oh. which is kind of mental like you think that you think that like live or let die are, are like the yeah the that ones even like the, some of the recent ones you think they would have like got the number one slot be the irish did be the irish just Irish just did um Billy Eilish just did the last one. She didn't did. She? The one that hasn't come out yet. Yes, I believe that one just got. Was that released? No, that one. I think that one got delayed. Cause I think I would have gone. I would have gone to see it otherwise. Yeah, because it's meant to come out like in April or something like that. But I was kind of. I don't. Him, I think the track released? is. I. I definitely. I. Don't I've know it, if I'm honest. <laughs> I've definitely heard like a snippet of it if it's not like fully released. 
Yeah, and I enjoy. That's what I'm asking. I remember you thinking it was like pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm gonna have to look into that, lads. I'm have to look yeah. into that. <laughs> we'll find out for next week. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah, no. What I like about this song though is there's all these like um just like keys parts that are just like bam, bam, and like every time they come around, they're very they're not really like um they're not predictable I guess so they put accents on like the offbeat and stuff like that so yeah for me it is very 80s and like I don't know it's, it's just a good song as well like just it's just a really fun one with like some kind of cool key changes into like the pre-chorus which then goes into the chorus and stuff like that as well so it's not just like a straightforward like a uh, four chord song yeah mm. but you know I actually love um, what's it called uh, Ordinary World by him is that that song that's like it's an ordinary <laughs> word <laughs> sorry that was a very terrible joke very bad you're wrong <laughs> yeah you're wrong, wrong again ever since last week now i'm trying to catch you with the annoying joke <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah stop stop while you're ahead yeah. please <laughs> if you do you have any more to add to that before i go on to um my next question, James. No, I'd say go into your go into your next seg segment. Here's here's something. It's not even a segment. It's more a question, right? And this is sticking with Joe. Just for just to clarify as well, I actually can't remember if we said this at the start of this part. <laughs> but um, <laughs> about the track of the week, but we've specifically yeah. all picked bands from the eighties that uh, had tunes uh, that were from the eighties and. But uh, I have a bit of bad news for you, James. What? According to my sources, breaking news. Oh, hang on. It's just coming in. Yes. And can you confirm that? And are you 100% sure about that? What the fuck are you doing? Okay. Um, Duran Duran is from uh, 1978. But that song... Not the 1980s. The movie was released in 1985. Oh, right. But this song was released on the 6th of May, 1985. Right. We'll give you that song. We'll give you that song. We'll give you that. Yeah. We said songs from the 80s. All right. I was just... My correspondence just gave me a call there and I had to relay the information back onto you. Like, <laughs> breaking news and all that. But anyway, <laughs> on, to my next, on to my next question, right? Um, a band... Right. We'll make this a bit broader again, right? So, a band... If you were to hold a festival, right? In the 80s. Yeah. And you had to pick... Pick one stage, right? So, it could be a four to six band bill. One day event. Say somewhere like Marty Park. Or even Crow Park, right? Um, Which 80s bands that played... So, bands from during, that played during the 80s, would you pick to have on a festival in Crow Park or Marty Park or something like that that's a good question do you mean like does it have to be in Ireland though or could I put it in like it could be actually actually it, here's here's we'll make it even just, better just any venue of that we size could, yeah so like a big festival so okay. like what bands would you have play you can put them put them in Tampa you can put them in Cork you can put them in Schlego wherever the fuck you want like it doesn't even need to be that right. big. It doesn't even money's not an object as well. 
Okay. Which which bands would you pick for a one day event? It is actually a really good one. It's a good one. Would That's I give you really mine first? Yeah. Would I give yeah. you mine first? Yeah, give us yours first, what we think. Uh, so do you know who I'd have I'd have first is uh I'd hold it in Crow Park and I'd have you two open. You'd have them open? I suppose they wouldn't be that big then. Interesting. But they would have <laughs> they actually were. They would have been big, but just to bring them down a peg or two, like, you know. It's like Bono, like, you know, you're good, like, but take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, second on the bill, I'd have REM. If you were in the uh, if you were in the crowd, you could uh, you could look around you and be like, all around me are familiar faces. <laughs> familiar faces. Oh, is that not? Um, it was the. No, that's one. It's one of the guys from Fears. No, Mad Mad World. That's oh. That shows how much I know. And then um, <laughs> my third act, my third act of the evening would be um, Motley Crue, just because Motley Crue would have to be there. Also, Ben, that song is by Gary Jules. Gary Jules. What? <laughs> just as much what? both of you guys know. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I'm picking my favorite bands from the '80s. Oh, and they covered it. Look, Gary Jules is not in. Oh, Gary Jules is Tears for Fears. Oh, you're right. You're actually dead right. I know everything. But anyway, I'll keep going. So, opening is U2. Second on is REM to bring everyone back down to earth. I'm really depressed. And show them that life isn't really that giving and peaceful. And then I'll have Motley Crue to kickstart the party again. And then I'd have Fleetwood Mac, right? Because, you know, Fleetwood Mac are just like a staple of a band that, like, know signify that like self-destruction is like yeah the key thing to ruining your life which <laughs> they did and writing great ongoing. tunes yeah and writing great tunes um the fourth band i'd have play this is a good one is acdc did you realize you've named out five bands he said four to six. Oh, four to six i thought he's, i i had it in my head you said three for some reason yeah and i have one more to go so then you have ACDC, right? Coming on fifth. And then to round the whole night off is Guns N' Roses. And you've uh, you've ACDC and Guns N' Roses doing like a 20 minute encore at the end of the night. And Bono comes on and he sings a song and so does Stevie Nicks. They all <laughs> sing songs together. It'd be the best, it'd be the best musical event ever witnessed. It'd be bigger than Band-Aid. In fairness, you put ACDC and Guns N' Roses at the end, like an Irish crowd in the 80s would go mental. Exactly. It would be the best live event ever. Yeah, that... that I would I would pay to be... If I was living in the 80s, I would pay money to be at that show. Yeah. yeah. See, um, for me now, I've, cause I've just been here typing away, like trying to make up all these different lists. And I've been like... There's been some like kind of like glam like well actually more prog metal like bands that I've been like trying to fill fit into stuff but and I think I've decided on one kind of like just normal rock band sort of list so mm. I would start the night off with Depeche Mode very good yeah which would then go into the Cure yeah um, actually I need yeah. to thank my uncle my uncle Michael uh, for 
for kind of getting me into them he was short he sent me a link to a couple of their like uh live live videos and stuff especially like their glass uh, performance that was i think it was 2019 even before so anyway yeah it goes from the cure then into the police yeah that'd be brilliant and then into the police goes to u2 so u2 is like not the biggest band on it because it's going to go up against again one more but i don't know i think i'd love to i'd love to, to have seen u2 like back in their heyday in the 80s as well like yeah i'm a big fan of edge and his kind of guitar style but um my like band to finish out tonight would be talking heads yeah definitely talking heads would be a good one talking heads would be so like, just you'd be dancing from the moment they start playing that's it like it's on unre- the talking heads are brilliant like psycho killer just to say there's a live performance from them and your man's um Jo- like the singers jogging on stage for like the whole song and like every- you, I think you were the one who showed me that James yeah 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 I was the one who showed you it was life after wartime yeah. <laughs> he just that starts doing it, yeah. laps he just starts doing laps at the stage <laughs> he doesn't even like sound out of breath when he's singing either yeah I know it's it's mental like <laughs> he must have been cycling like around delivering food every day yeah like well. five, 5 to 11 like every day <laughs> Or eleven yeah. to five, you know. Yeah. Well, come here, Ben. Who have you picked? Who can you think of off the top of your head? Uh, I was thinking. Or even in front, even in front of your laptop. I'm thinking like because like, like I wouldn't have really been into like the Cure and like, Talking Heads and stuff when I was growing up. Uh, yeah. Like, the bands. I'm kind of trying to think the bands that I would like. I would have liked to see in like a lineup. Uh, I think I'd have like Metallica open because they were only like like they weren't a massive band then in the eighties, like they were they were only starting like getting big. Um, Still nice and nice and trashy. Yeah, like. get people like pumped up. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with only like four or five acts. So I have like Metallica open, yeah. and then oh, I don't know who I'd put after them. Uh, guess someone like like Motorhead in or something like that, and then a bit of Lemmy. Another solid choice there. Mm. I probably I'd throw Iron Maiden and then I'd probably throw them in after. Probably throw them in after Motorhead. And I don't know why I went with this because I didn't really listen to them that much, but I'd actually throw a Dio at the end. Like it would be a pure like metal, like 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 old school, like like. Yeah. Like metal festival, but they had to sell it as well back in the eighties. I'm I'm surprised you didn't put Ozzy Osbourne in. I was actually just about to say, James. I was actually gonna say I'd actually you know what <laughs> I'd throw another one on at the end and I'd put Black Sabbath on at the very end. Oh yes, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Or well, he they they would have been Ozzy then, wouldn't they? At the time, they wouldn't have been. It was just Ozzy, yeah. It was Ozzy and Randy yeah. Rhodes. Definitely have to okay. have them at the end then. That's lethal. Lads, I think we should go. We should build a time machine, and go back to the eighties, and do this. Yeah. <laughs> or at least we should make a movie about that. Yeah. But sure, I think that brings us to the end of uh, this lovely episode. Um, yes. Why don't uh, Why don't we ask our lovely fans uh, if you were in the eighties right now, which bands would you pick uh, to put on a festival that were playing around the eighties? We'll give you a bit of leeway, right? We'll we'll say 
like you know as we give ourselves a bit of leeway like you know it doesn't matter if like you know yeah it kind of does matter if they were playing through the 80s they have to play through the 80s that's that's the main thing at some point in the 80s you have to yeah they have to be active in the 80s yeah but uh, let us know. Slide into our DMs on Spotify, not Spotify, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that fucking master brew went straight to my fucking head. Anyway. Yeah, I think that elephant went straight to your head as well. <laughs> well elephant, elephant never forgets that. I'm fucking halfway through this as well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'll give my synopsis there. Like I definitely picked the elephant. Oh really? Over the master brew. Yeah, it was a lot nicer. That's just kind of the mood oh. I'm in, though. But um. You've heard that first here, guys. Yeah, you've heard it it's here first. But, um, just to address the elephant in the room. Just to address yeah. the elephant in the room. <laughs> but to address the last elephant in the room. Uh, big thanks for listening to this episode. Yeah. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We um, might actually bring this kind of like topic back again, but with uh, different decades. Like, uh, Let us know like on Instagram if you want to hear us like discuss like our favorite bands and acts from the 60s 70s 90s noughties who knows yeah just we, might, we know. might bring it we might bring it back for an episode or two who knows our favorite kilkenny bands oh yeah there's actually a lot of there's curb dog i mean your curb dog beautiful corruption yourselves like you, you aren't too bad ah uh, you're all right like uh, you're all right. from audio fires audio fires there's uh, scuba dice were from um scuba yeah, that's not a drawback. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Um, let us know in the old DMs. But um, I say we leave it at that, boys. Will we? Yeah, I'd say we. I say we will. So I suppose, like and share on Spotify. Uh, from Spotify <laughs> on your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> Tinder, Pornhub, whatever the fuck you want. Um, so from myself, Sean, James, and Ben. Uh, we want to say a big thank you for listening. And uh, sweet dreams. <laughs> Not too sweet, though. <laughs> Gotta stay real, you know. <laughs> Gotta stay fucking real in these times. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, stay, stay safe. And uh, thank you for listening again. Uh, anything you want to add, boys? Good night and God bless. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Spotify. Spotify and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, don't follow us on... Uh, no, follow us everywhere that you can find us. Simple as that. Anyway, that's that. Good luck to ya. <laughs> all right? I'll be talking to you soon. <laughs>